0: Welcome into to the Lakeland Sports Guys on this 18th day of May, 2023. Jim Steele co-hosting once again for Tom Carroll, who will be back very soon, I understand. <laughs>
1: Along with Stan Spivey and Chris Cox. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Wonderful, Jim Steele. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know where we're at, Jim. You know, where, where are we, Tell we, me where we're at, buddy. We're in the Taj Mahal. We love this place. Tell them why we're here today. We are in the Greenwood High School football press box.
0: Getting ready for the 2023 spring football game. I love it. I love kicks it kicks off
1: tonight yeah, It does at 7 o'clock. Good times. we got the window open up here. Tom never let us do this, so it stands in charge today. <laughs> um, pleasant day. Man, I tell you, you look like Nick saving a million bucks walking around with your your plaid sports jacket on oh, man you're the man i'm, I'm underdressing well, it, it
2: almost looks like an alabama
1: jacket though. it doesn't it's want- blue uh,
0: it's a duke alabama jacket
1: right he's a coach K. Okay. he's a coach, okay, K. K. coach K. we'll give him, yeah, we'll give him a little good though he's, he's sharp good. i appreciate it we had, had a sharp guy had a little tonight.
0: function at our school today and had to dress up and uh you, you stay busy over that It's your just a little bit place,
1: man that's a good thing
0: but we're here on high on top of the Greenwood High School football field today, getting ready, as you mentioned, Chris, prepping for this spring football game. Hope at some point in time to be
1: joined by the Greenwood High
0: School athletic director, Sparky Hudson.
1: So well, we certainly hope that happens too. Like, you know, Jim, last year we came up here to do this, to pregame and everything, and it got rained out. So let's just hope, fingers crossed, we're going to be okay tonight. Well, we the are watching
2: a out. drizzle. But, well, it's supposed to be out here by 6, 7 o'clock, so. And one thing
0: that helps us
2: is this turf it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
0: It does. You're right. It
2: is. And it looks better
1: than, I mean, I, that's why I asked him walking up. I said, I wonder if they burned any of it this year like they normally do to get the fields ready, but I guess I need that. <laughs> I need to have the turf guys on for that one, but um, it's just always a pleasure to be here. It, my alma mater, for one, and then, so, good to be back at Greenwood. Uh, exciting day, because, I mean, we're. Now we're counting the days now, literally till high school football starts. And I know it's exciting for you because you have another dual road, uh, duty today, and so we'll lose you and let you go next door, and I can bang on the window at you again. So
3: <laughs> as you take
1: over PA duties, so. uh, I'm getting ready for football. A lot going on the <laughs>
0: oversized high school football. We'll definitely get into Greenwood High School, and uh, hopefully, as I mentioned, Sparky Hudson will join us. Greenwood will have a different look this year offensively. Um, we may get into that. We're also we got a lot of the Lakeland area teams that have wrapped up or or are wrapping up their spring seasons. Uh, some of them will be recognized here at halftime of the spring game tonight. Uh, the region champions. We we had three region champions, guys. Y'all know yep.
1: who they are.
2: Play baseball, sports. baseball, men's golf. I would have figured it would have
1: been a ladies softball. Maybe I don't know. Tennis. Tennis. Oh, yeah, tennis. 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 That's right. Boys tennis. I think the girls finished softball. I think
0: finished
2: second, didn't they?
0: They did. Uh, Softball finished second. They just completed a nice little playoff run. run. They were eliminated by Catawba Ridge over the weekend, as were our baseball Eagles. They were eliminated by Lawrence. We can get into that as well. But a lot going on in the sports world. and
2: And we still got track and field at the state meet this weekend. coming weekend. So the spring sports here at Greenwood High have really shown that this is a quality program, uh, and it doesn't matter what sport you're in. Greenwood is not just about football. I think you're exactly right. I lo- man.
1: Saying What I love about it is we've had two of these track girls on. We've had Gabby yeah. Tally, and we've had Lacey Leland on, and these are like all-region girls. Uh, they're excited because Gabby, for one, is a pole vaulter. And uh, I look for her to do well at state. Uh, she, what, first year she told us and then she's already got the, the record twice yeah. here at Greenwood. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. Gabby's rolling it out and they're going to be down and i got a great coach in coach Norman that's going to be doing double duty today <laughs> at the track meet. But so, you know, expecting good things at Greenwood and Hey, possibly, possibly a stage, uh a state meet. I'm at least some for, individuals, at least we some individuals. We yeah. team, but You're we right. can win individual. That. Good. And, that, that, and that's,
2: that's what you hope. Part of it. Of it. Yeah. Coach Norman's worked hard. He had. First year. Well, all team. all these coaches at the spring sports right here, you, you talk about Matt Baker with the baseball. Matt's been with baseball now for about five years, I think. And he's, he's getting that program now to where it, well, you can really call it a true program because you look at his freshman team, who he's going to have coming up next year. There's not going to be a letdown. And the softball is is running the same way, the Golf. I'm not really quite sure how many seniors he's got, but Chip's doing a great job with that. They so return I mean, a
0: ton of what what will be juniors next yeah, year, so yeah. they'll and be so, solid
2: once again, yeah, so it's it's program building and it it's from it doesn't matter what sport it, is. and it's the kids are best and stuff.
1: I see where softball and baseball I had coaches of the year ben yeah Baker and
2: mm-hmm. softball yeah, drummers.
0: congratulations to coach Matt Baker. Uh, region coach of the year and B Montgomery, who Montgomery. Are in the co-region, Co- co-coach. Region. Yeah. Co- and the I United. still can't right. figure out how do you
2: do that? How do you, how do you not, the, you know, you, the coaches okay, vote on it. Yeah. The coaches so, vote on it. But if it comes in as a tie like that, somebody has got to say, okay, we need to vote again and we're going to eliminate everybody except for these two. And somebody's going to win. I, I just don't, uh, you know, if you're going to do a co-coach of the year, you can do that every year. I mean, right. I know. Uh, well. Save that
0: question first, Mark.
2: Yeah. And I think uh,
0: we may have another one in, in Coach Witt. Yeah. I think you're going to be right. right. When you're the region champs, yeah. you Usually generally get you the get. coach of the year. Yeah. And speaking of golf, they just completed the state championships down uh, at the 4A level down in North Augusta. Uh, what was the name of that
1: course? River course, buddy. The river Love course. It. Love yes.
0: It. North Augusta, the home team, ran away with it. They won the 4A state championship. They were 15 under as a team. We were talking before we started the podcast. They won by 22 strokes over AC Flora, who many thought would give them a legitimate challenge. Simply wasn't wasn't
2: the case uh, on Monday and Tuesday of this week. But I think that's that's I think out of all the sports. Golf when you have home court advantage or home course huge. advantage, it has got. I mean, those kids probably play that course two, three times a week. They know every little intricate part of it. And you're bringing a kid in from some of these other programs; they may have played it one time. You know, uh, it's it's a huge difference.
1: It, it's a lot, but I mean, I say the same thing about country club and the links mm-hmm. and at Stony Point, oh, also, because yeah. that's kind of a same type deal. And the same for Catawba Ridge, yeah. or for, uh, excuse me, Flora, who plays South Carolina Country Club, which is the, the that's where the who's who's are, Bulls Bay and those places like that. But you said you never played River Course. So we're going to make it happen, Jim, Steele.
0: I hear you. You got dude. a really good friend you of mine promise? down
1: there, and uh, I promise you, buddy, <laughs> it, it's a good one. I, like I said, we're going to have to take sand. We're going to, no. we'll just take sand and just keep going. <laughs> Because I might have about 70 dozen golf balls in there because it's a high course, <laughs> my friend. But I agree, Immaculate Greens. And like I said, just to, you know, Chip Whitney did a, a great job. And like you said, a fairly young team with juniors, sophomores. Uh, so next year they should Absolutely. be really loaded, and that should really help. They did
0: finish inside the top 10. They, were, they finished ninth as a team. They had a top 20 individual finisher in Keegan Farmer. He's a transfer kid, I believe, from Minnesota. Uh, somewhere up north, uh, talking to Coach Witt earlier in the year, I got that information, but he he had a two-day total of uh, 149. He was seven over the first day, I think two over the second day, if that's right, uh, but he finished individually uh, in 20th place. So congratulations to Keegan Farmer. He's a sophomore as well. Think about
1: next year. This kid used to be in Minnesota. He don't get to putt on greens. He putts on ice. So now that he's in the South, he's going he's gonna, to uh, adapt himself, and uh, he'll be ready for the, the South style right. of playing golf. He Look at next year. He may be huge on that golf team. And Cambridge uh, Academy also yeah, had a had huge had year, a in year. year in golf this year on the skis the side of it. They won their side. Two-way a state champion. So. so We're so in state championships. Yeah, a lot lot
0: going on with Lakeland sports. And like I mentioned, um, most of these sports are wrapping up. Uh, Good luck to the uh, track team and and those that are competing this weekend down in the state championships in Columbia. We're here tonight to prep for the spring game. And let's talk football. Y'all want to talk some football? This is kind of you
2: guys' bread and butter, so to speak. Well, we don't know about... The talking part, yeah. Yeah, the talking (laughs) part. (laughs) You know, we're going to return some, a lot of players. We lost a lot of quality players off last year's team. There's no doubt. And uh, Coach Liner has promised us a new offense this year. And we're kind of anxious to see where that's going to go. Hopefully, we will see some of that tonight. And uh, we'll leave our... Opinions to ourselves for right now, as far as whether we think it's going to work or (laughs) not, because it's still early. I mean, you just had what just two weeks to put in a whole new offense, and it's going to take even the seasoned kids uh, uh, more than two weeks to. The offense, but you know I we'll like- say
1: this then just from coming out here and watching the baseball games with jim and with you and and seeing them over across the way and what just the drills i've seen some of the quarterbacks do you can tell that, that coach liner was a quarterback in high school uh he is working diligently with these young quarterbacks yep. to try to find that guy that's going to be that quarterback that's going to run this new style of offense uh for me i'm an old school Willisburg Cat guy i'm used to that you know four yards and a pound yep. and all the dust and 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 it's gonna be difficult for me because I'm used to that style of play. Don't get me wrong, I love West Coast mm-hmm. that kind of an offense and i think I think the people here in Greenwood you know they like to call, they like our show to complain. For some reason, because they know I'm going to defend my alma mater, but um, and I think a change was needed. And I think Coach saw that also, and I, I think nowadays, if you really want to get there to state and be competitive, you got to put the rinkins back in the in the package, so to speak. It just can't be run the football and and, and score touchdowns that way. You got to still keep that in your pocket. And he will. I mean, this this is going to be interesting and unique to see what what this offense looks like.
2: How much of a percentage of the old offense does he carry forward? And you know, with the new, and it's going to be interesting to see. I
1: think first year is going to be 50 I mean, I think you still got to have that legitimate run the ball. My question to Jim is, and, and nobody ever can answer this for me, and maybe it's for Coach Liner, why do all these offensive studs want to play defense? Well, generally, <laughs> as a
0: coach, you want your best, the best athletes playing on the defensive
2: side. You know, why don't you? Uh, well, you can't win if you don't score. De- defense defense <laughs> wins championships.
0: I, Offense puts so Look, you're preaching to, to the choir. The <laughs> I do think that it's a different game now. It is. And you, you have to be able to score points because uh, the athletes are just better now. And they, they play more. They're more skilled. They go to these 7-on-7s, and it's basically basketball on grass. In the days of uh schematically, you're just doing different things in the days of holding teams down uh to to low points uh it's over, and you gotta be able to score but yeah to answer your question, the best athletes they have to go to defense.
1: I watch them on offense first. and then you know they, you get a guy like Carlos Norman and Chris Simmons that are close to. Seven hundred yards rushing in a year. Next thing you know, they are playing defense. I'm like, wait a minute, what are we going to put over there? But you always plug and play like it is. I I'm not worried about Greenwood football. I think we're 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 good for a long time out. Um, you mentioned something that you, and you might have. Do you have dates for seven on seven? I know we got one coming up here. I don't know the date in my head though. They always do a seven on seven here. I, I Abbeville's got one, and uh, we're talking about going to North yeah, Carolina.
0: We're going, going to uh, the
2: one. They'll the be big competing up in
0: Charlotte. And a yeah, lot of the yeah. seven on sevens, yeah. and talking to, to and a one. lot of the
2: better seven on sevens, is, right? Uh, I think we're going to over the PC for one.
0: So uh, schematically, Greenwood's going to look radically, radically different for different. sure. Yeah. Um, you you lose that built in advantage where teams have to prep differently for you, but what you gain is the, the ability to put you know your your better athletes in space and mm-hmm. hopefully make plays, and it will be a very interesting transition for the Greenwood football program. I think you got to be patient and, uh, you know, see how this RPO offense, this air raid develops uh, under Coach Liner. And, you know, it'll, it'll start off slow, but you got to give them time. And hopefully we don't open up with AC Flores, Sandy Creek, and Dorman next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't we don't think we, we will. We
2: open up this <laughs> this coming fall. uh we do open up, and we do have to go to South Atlanta for the Sandy Springs game. Uh, and that's, the, I think, the second game of the season. And you, you throw in the other teams, the Dormans and the AC Flores and all uh, the five non-region games that we're going to play. If we come out there one and four with a new offense, we may consider that a win. I know Chris, I know the, the coach won't. You know, he's going to want two and three or three and two. Sure, never satisfied. Uh, never satisfied. Uh, you'd like to win all five of them. But I think he's he's a patient man that uh, is, is going to be willing to take a few lumps to get this offense in. And you're going to see early where you stand and how much work. And that may be what this team needs. The, you know, you can preach to them all you want to, but until they see it happening on the field.
0: Well, it, you know, it's like every other level of football. It's going to come down to uh, quality quarterback play, and uh, I'm very interested in seeing where that's going to come from. I know we got some candidates at that position, but you're going to have to have a phenomenal quarterback, uh, one that can improvise, one that can spin it, make all throws, uh, one that's good on it, on, on their feet. So that's going to be very entertaining to watch the quarterback competition during the summer and spring see, or the, the fall and see how that evolves. So I know, you know, I don't want to start mentioning names because I don't know them that well. I know, yeah. um, but I, I know it's a two, three-horse race yeah. at quarterback. So I, I got to chuckle. I'm not a big fan of spring games. I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not I, either. I don't so think. So don't if, – if you listen to this podcast, after you – came out and watched this game, uh, I hope you're not freaking out. Yeah. But, um, it is what it is. I got the format, and uh, Sparky was – he emailed me four or five times today with uh, updated uh, rosters for tonight's game. No, yeah. we're going with this one. We can't find jerseys for the, for, for these guys. So, yeah. anyway, I think we finally got the roster. But it is it is going to be a little bit different format. There are a few times in the game where, where you'll see good on good, what they call one, one versus one. One yes. Yeah, but overall, they're, they're going to put them in situations. It's uh, a situational scrimmage. There will be some chances for uh, drives, and they'll keep score. But don't put too much stock into, into spring, spring games. games, for sure.
2: All we want to do is get the kids some live action. and Keep them healthy. Keep healthy. them healthy and let them learn from their mistakes. There will be, there'll be a lot. I guarantee you there will be more coaching moments. Come out of this spring game than have come out of a spring game in Greenwood High in a long time.
1: Well, Sam, you and I do a lot of spring games in Columbia, Jim. You probably do the ones in Clemson. We've had a discussion going on for what about two months now about spring yeah. games. It came up today because I posted the Greenwood spring, spring game and some cats at North Augusta were like, "Well, wouldn't you like to play somebody?" And I'm like, "No, we play y'all enough. I don't want North Augusta." But I mean, <laughs> what about the concept? We we we've discussed it in our times to like for Clemson. Oh, to bring I, in a I know where you're going. Yeah, with to this. bring in, like, not a Furman. Now, not a Furman. No, I love it. Um, I know where you're going with this. That's I, what I kind of. I mean, like, let's say to tonight. Them. Let's say tonight. Let's say, you know, we used to play in Catawba Ridge and stuff like that. Let's What about Barnwell? Bring a Barnwell team in here as kind of an offensive juggernaut in their. Perspective, oh, better
2: than that, bring in a Buford. Bring a Buford in. That, Coach Libra would love to come home. That won a state championship Coach Libra would love to come home, but I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> you can't travel that
0: far First for a spring game. And you're right. How about, how about well, Strong if you did, There you go. Did, if you did Cut it, up. Up,
2: but if you do it on a Saturday instead of a Thursday night. Oh, sure. You yes. know, and and share the gate. You know, have
0: fun with it. Have fun with it. I would it. love to see colleges do that as that's well. We're, that's right. where we started and that's
2: And that's where it's going to get started. And I think it's it's going to come in college quicker than you think. And uh, yeah, we while we're kind of on that subject. Uh, ACC had their big spring meeting Well, we're going to get to that. I had that okay. down there, well, we're, Yeah, we're, let's go we're, ahead. We're, dive we're, into we're, it. We'll drop on back. Yeah, the but, ACC
0: schools continue I to continue examine. examine the uh, the legality of the grant of rights. Yeah, which essentially is bonding that conference together right now. It's the mm-hmm. only thing that is holding, uh, and it's holding very precariously <laughs> right now at the moment because uh, there's rumors all over social media about a yeah. uh, coalition of seven or eight teams that are trying to,
2: to get out of the ACC. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, it's not only they not. So I've heard all kinds of like you and re, all kinds of things, you know, uh, what I found interesting was the meetings went by some reporter sixty six minutes longer than it should have. <laughs> and when the participants came out of the boardroom, they were escorted through the press with nobody saying nothing to the press. So there's something that's going on behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes. And and now and then it gets into the speculation and one of the things, of course, is the revenue share. Well now they're talking about like a ten thousand, a hundred thousand dollar bonus for some of these teams. How do you decide who gets the bonus? You know, if Wake Forest gets a hundred thousand dollar bonus because of their baseball team, and North Carolina doesn't get it, North Carolina people are going to be blowing up the place. You know, <laughs> but so you. You don't ever know, and then then you it goes to the stuff like you're saying. Here's one here's of, my two cents. Okay, I think the ACC
0: is dead. I I don't see well it's a
2: dead conference, but it's, it's going it to be two to four years before it's gone, unless right. And and here's the one the one catch and one of the scenarios that I heard was that every team the whole ACC conference merges. With the Big Ten, you don't have split off. You know, there this is one's going here. This So many there.
0: rumors and possibilities out there, but but just to kind of catch our listeners up to what's going on here, the ACC is holding their annual spring meeting down in Florida. Uh, the revenue sharing is a big Did component you. of the discussion as we progress through this decade. Uh, the revenue gap between ACC member schools and schools in the SEC and Big Ten mm-hmm. will grow increasingly larger uh, to the point where it will exceed over $30 million a year or more. Schools like Clemson and Florida State, they're not going to allow that to happen. No. Okay? And right now, there is a revenue deficit for ACC schools when you look at these other schools, but it's not to the tune of $30, $40 million a year difference. And we're talking about in 2028, uh, SEC charter or member uh, schools will make projected over a million dollars a year, a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. a year. Right. So uh, right now the ACC member schools are bringing in, I think it was around 38 million a year, so, SEC so, yeah. is in the 50s, I think. So they can't sustain this gap no. and be competitive. And they understand that. And that is a huge huge uh, sticking point right now uh, in the ACC. And, and and this grant of rights is this uh, is, is this policy that's basically
2: bonded the ACC schools together for, a lot uh, for of the that, time being until 2037,
0: that, I think, 2038.
2: I, well, I, I was getting ready to say, a lot of that uh, conference, those schools kind of got their own self into this trouble. Because when they signed these TV contracts and all. At, at the time, them. it was a good thing. Right. <laughs> but they, they signed them to like 2035 that's or something like that. That's the problem with long term that, contracts. That's the problem with yep. long term contracts. So 2036, coached, by the way. 36. So, yep. you know, that, that puts the schools at a disadvantage. Of Some of the other just wild scenarios that I've heard uh, ACC expansion. We're going to go get two more teams. <laughs> you know who the two teams they're wanting to go get app state and East Carolina. That's, that's not going to, that's not going to happen. I mean, it would be great for East Carolina and app state because of the revenue money. They're going to get more, even at 30 million a year than what they're getting now, but they're not going to bring in any extra money. Really? You know, you've got to go after the big market and that's where the big 10 is looking at it. And And the big 10 has the market. market, They they have the
0: demographics. But
2: you look at, the ACC, really, the only uh, – you can rule Charlotte out because I don't know if Charlotte's really a one-town, a one-school town. But like Miami and with uh, Florida State, those are two major market cities. And those, other than Pittsburgh, you know, Syracuse, and eh, they're more pro. When you get above the Mason-Dixon line, it gets into pro football is not as much so you look from there down and clemson has a great brand name but you start looking at their tv market and it's not what a tv market in atlanta or dallas texas or los angeles would be so Right. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna very be entertaining
0: to what follows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now the ACC's current model is equal revenue sharing, where it's, it's yeah. everything goes into a pot, you know, with and postseason just, play, and it's evenly, evenly distributed, distributed amongst the, the member schools. Uh, Clemson, Florida State uh, feel like they should be awarded more because they carry some weight, especially if you get into playoffs and get the big payouts. So that's Clemson's biggest beef. They they fit, they want it to be more incentive based. Yeah. So they can be competitive. I just don't see any way moving forward that the ACC, if the Big Ten and the SEC are going to generate that kind of revenue, I just I don't see a a viable path for the ACC
2: to move forward. I just I, don't. The only way I could see it would be if they merged the whole conference. And would like the Big Ten. Yep. The whole conference cannot merge into the SEC. The SEC has too many teams. Now. No, no, that and that yeah, would that's just not be, be what Now the Big Ten could, and well, it could benefit the ACC. But the Big Ten, and that both any conference out there is going to look at them and say, "Well, what have you done for me lately?" And it's not. They're not just talking about the football, the basketball, the baseball. They're wanting to know how's your ice hockey team doing or your short gymnastics team, you know. How many playoffs are all your other sports in? And are they doing well when they get to those playoffs? And right now, ACC has a spattering of – and right now, baseball, ACC is looking great in baseball. Yeah, we'll get Where to that in just a moment. Let's
0: stay on football real quick because I want to get y'all's thoughts on the new rule changes that came out with the Rules Committee and college football. The biggest one, there's three, but the biggest one being the uh, the running clock on first downs. And uh, The clock has stopped in the past on first downs. Uh, now the clock will not stop on first downs with the exception of the last two minutes of each half, the second and fourth quarter. Uh the whole intent is to speed up the game. Um your thoughts on the the clock speeding up. Less plays, less injuries, as the season has progressively gotten longer in college football,
2: you know, the prevailing thought is to um, But can you, game. can you get you you're transitioning from let's say your defense is on the field, they intercept the ball recover from now, it's first down for you. You've got to get your defensive team off the field, your offensive team on the field, and get a play called. And it's not like when you're doing a hurry-up last-second field goal deal where you know you can get that field goal team out there and get like off. Like you did to right. Baylor last year in, when in they 13 had to win. Seconds, <laughs> yeah. 13 seconds. Because you practice that. That's right. Are you going to practice every play that you might call on first down? and be able to get the right players in the right positions because it's not just the play itself, it's the formations, it's the movement from this. That may take a lot of that out on first down. Right. Jim, well, a lot of people that, that
1: love college football for some reason, that's not NFL based rules. Mm-hmm. These rules change That's just one, which right. does correlate with what NFL does with the running, keeping it yeah. going. Um Give me your other rules real quick because, like I said, the first one's going to line up straight okay. with your NFL. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and the whole intent again is to speed up games. up games. Games are up five minutes over the last five years. I don't think it's going to be any dramatic change like we've seen with the pitch clock in baseball. I was going to I was drastic drastic bring that up. Change. That's right. I don't change. think that's going to impact the college game <laughs> that much. But the other rule changes: uh, no consecutive timeouts to during the, during the course of the game. That's especially put in there to ice a kicker late in the game. Well, I- and know and extending the quarters. So if uh, if if, you, if the first and third quarters end on a defensive penalty, you, you won't you won't quarter. play an untimed down. Right. You'll just go straight to the, the next, next quarter. quarter. So those yes. are I'm okay fine. with that one. That one's fine
2: yeah. I think that's a good. One. But and I and I like to know back to back timeout. There. And I the like kicker that. part, yeah, just that don't two timeouts. You
1: don't give them the. Whatever the allotted timeouts are, regularly anyway, yeah. you should just have limited it down. If you like, if if we ice Clemson twice, we only get a I one thing. minute timeout. I wish I had an
0: opportunity to ice us the, twice last the, year. The, the, the one
2: thing that I just use you And, them. and, and you go back to the, the games have been extended by five minutes. I think that five minutes, I guarantee you, every bit of that goes to the review booth. Yeah, some of how sure. how much you know. At some point in time, you got to hit a stopwatch and say you got two minutes to make this decision. You go. I mean, if the guys in the booth that are televising the game can show you that replay six different angles in ten seconds. Well, we can guys, put the guys looking at it in in Birmingham or Charlotte, wherever they are. Get it done. Get it done it. quickly. Yeah, yeah. You and can put
0: a rover on Mars, but yeah. you can't figure out. Yeah, and football. and these
2: guys that are supposedly in the booth reviewing this, Supposed to know the rule book inside and out, upside and down. Uh, yeah, that's Excuse why. I have, that's quick. why I have turned Tom
1: Carroll to XFL and USFL football. Because if you watched any of those games this year, that reviews thirty seconds have most. They do a yeah. great job. That's they, what I'm saying. The they,
0: XFL did a really good job, mm-hmm. and USFL does a good job as well. Um, but you know, maybe that's that's something that can get worked out in college.
1: Eventually, right. it'll, it'll work its way down. Yeah. That's your word. Yep, I've got every I, right. every time you look at my all my gadgets over here. So they're all awesome. we're still waiting on Sparky Hudson, but let's talk a little high school baseball
0: yeah. here or let's go college baseball. I want to do a little high school yeah. baseball recap in just a minute. But college baseball, Chris, uh you know, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the season and these games start to mean a lot because they kinda of dictate where you will go into the uh your conference tournament as well as your chances of hosting regionals and super regionals. So.
1: As a game Gamecock, what's killing me is the fact that we're losing midweek games that we shouldn't lose. We're not even competitive in midweek games. Sam, get back on here real quick. Cause you can, yeah. and you're going to go back and forth with this one. And, and it's every year. And this is the reason I do not like Mark Kingston and this time for a change. And it's been time for a change. He's going to use an excuse that we like to use all the time about injuries. Okay. Everybody that plays baseball has an injury now. I'm sure that Charlotte, whoever we lost to the other night, had an injured pitcher somewhere. You, you can't continually fall on the fact that we have injuries. That's not why we're losing games right now. We're losing games because we can't hit consecutively together. And we're tweaking at the end of the year to try to get Petrie to where he can hit that other home run that we're trying to get. You don't tweak you're hitting in the middle of the year. Uh, the middle game losses have just killed us. I mean, you can lose to Kentucky. You, you're right. expected some. But it's the midweek games. You yeah. can't lose to North Florida. You can't the, lose to Charlotte. No, no, but the two things that, that I'm to go into is i want to say is the, is the SEC tournament because year in, year out, we don't even send a team down there generally. It's just like we don't care that we're just going to send somebody down there. y'all play the game. I don't care what happens. It was like that with Ray. Mm-hmm. Ray Tanner had that same out-looking <laughs> – are you resting up for the uh, national championship as what we I say would say Ray would have done and he did it in the right way? I think now, Jim, we've got to – this series this weekend is huge. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a do it or die. The, they it's got, got rained out tonight. Yep. yep.
2: So it's a Play double doubleheader header tomorrow. tomorrow. So and, that's the, huge. and we don't well, like well, that either. No, right. we, we <laughs> talked about that earlier too. If, you, if you're playing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday three-game series, if your game on Thursday gets rained out, why play a doubleheader on Friday? Why play a doubleheader on Saturday? Play you Sunday. you There's still got on. Sunday. You still
1: got
0: well, Sunday. Well, I think
2: I think the
1: reason this close to the end the of the
2: year is the conference
0: right.
1: tournament. Right.
2: And it starts they so gotta start resting yeah.
0: arms, yeah. that sort of thing. But, but yeah, it's a huge matchup in you're Columbia. You're still
2: playing three games though. It don't matter whether you, you play are. those three games in four days or Two days. Volunteers roll into Columbia at 35 and 17.
0: They're ranked 18th according to D1 Baseball, mm. South Carolina all the way down to
2: 13 mm.
0: at 37 and 14. So this is a huge, huge series for It's a
1: must win for me, I think. I mean, had we won the other night, I mean, what does really beating the Charlotte team do, or UNC, or USC Charlotte? Oh, yeah. But North, North Florida was the one that really hurt us because they were just Crappy baseball team, and we just fell. It's just like our pitching's gone now, and and we're gonna we'll pick it all back up. But is it too little, too late? Uh, because the other teams that we talk about in the state, they're on a roll, being mm-hmm. in, in Myrtle Beach and Conway, and and in, up there in them hills this time. Like to say, I called the Clemson Tigers. Well, the um,
2: the
0: the Till Chanty did not want anything to do with the Clemson Tigers last
2: week, Tom. No, I mean I'm saying. well. Well, they got me what well, thirteen to six. And and Conway, which, again, midweek game, you don't want to lose them. But, you know, it showed Coastal more what they need to do because they're going to see teams like Clemson going forward. Uh, Yeah, they beat Wake Forest, the number one team in the nation, in a midweek game. They de- I mean, Coastal's number
0: eight right now in yeah, D one baseball, so, thirty three and seventeen. Is there a hotter team than Clemson yeah. though?
2: Honestly, they're uh, they're
0: up nine spots yeah. from sixteen to number seven yeah. in D one
2: baseball poll this week. But they got North Carolina this week. North Carolina at home starts three today. Games. Coastal it took a little bit out of last play, night. Though.
1: Coastal yep. took a little bit out Wednesday night. So. Mm-hmm. Always fun when we
0: talk about the road to Omaha. Have you guys ever been to Omaha? I have been twice. I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been. I've
2: been to Rosenblatt. Shut the old one down. I did too. I was Shut out the old there. Down. The
0: South Carolina's first uh, title out there uh, ended in in Rosenblatt, yep. and then we opened TD Ameritrade, T. D. Ameritrade the next year, mm-hmm. and I got to go back to back years. And
1: I didn't go to that man; it's so much fun. <laughs> but yeah. uh, the
0: new the new stadium doesn't quite have the
2: appeal as, as the Luster. Rosenblatt, luster,
1: luster Rosenblatt had the luster, but it. I, I think
2: it will. But you look at how many years they played oh, in sure, Rosenblatt. Yeah. Everybody got used to it. And it was dated, too. It, it, was, it, was, it was really dated. dated. I mean, the multicolored seats. i <laughs> tell you
0: a quick story. I mean, we pull up. Uh, we take the family out in the minivan, and mm-hmm. we just decide to go out to Omaha. And the kids are small. We pull up, and they're tailgating everywhere. I think LSU was out there that year. And we park, and in our parking lot, a guy walks up to me, and I guess he could tell we were pretty green he said, is this your first time out here in Omaha? I was like, yeah, it is. Pulled out a book of um, bleacher seats, and, and he said, man, you got set set in outfield, and gave us tickets to the, to the very first game. Awesome. And the very first game I saw in Omaha was South Carolina and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And, and Oklahoma, it went, that, I think it like, went
2: extra innings. Well, it went extra innings, but it also was about 12 hours long. Oklahoma should have won that game. Yeah.
0: And South Carolina, that's when they really got on a roll. Uh, for the for that year and the next year, uh, I, I was at that Virginia game in TD Ameritrade Park where it went extra innings and Scott Wingo made an incredible play at second mm-hmm. to to save the game because Virginia was batting in the bottom of the inning. I think they had bases loaded and uh, just just some cool memories from Omaha. It's getting getting to be that time of the of the year. So again, it's... Both teams finish strong. What are the chances of maybe seeing a super region here in state between Clemson and South Carolina if they continue like things are going right now, that super could be in Tigertown?
2: It could be, or it could be a Coastal. And <laughs> both, <you> Clemson, <laughs> both Clemson and South Carolina oh, have to go to Coastal. Now, wouldn't that be a kick in the rear end for both of those schools? That would be a kick in the rear. But I don't think the NCAA will – I don't think you'll see three regionals. I don't think you'll see three super regionals in the state. Uh, I just don't think the NCAA let it happen. Although, you know, right now, Coastal and Clemson both deserve regional. There's no doubt about it. I think Carolina is going to have to do some stuff in the tournament, in the SEC tournament, to even warrant it. But they're close enough. To where, if they can take care of business this weekend and then go into the tournament and make a play there, there's a good possibility that you could get that region. Absolutely. Uh, but the, the the we got we can't forget about our Clemson girls softball and the Carolina girls softball. Both of them are South Carolina it, made a run in the and, SEC tournament, and and now uh, South Carolina plays tomorrow night.
1: Central at Florida. 2
2: o'clock against Central Florida. Clemson, I think, they play UNC Charlotte or UNC Greensboro. I can't remember. Uh, but I heard, and I hadn't seen this, maybe Chris can pull up the bracket. If Clemson wins this regional, their super regional is going to Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, they, they're the 16 yeah, national yeah, seats. So,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, If they yeah, win. Yeah.
0: They, they, know, they get the, the president who's going who's out who's to who, uh Norman, Oklahoma, oh, take the
1: on one team, team in the country. The country yeah. Yeah, so, so. That'll be tough. Both tough. of those two Oklahoma teams are loaded. I think the fun fact for us is the last time, Jim, we were relevant in college softball, we won at Florida State. And we we ended the streak that they had going forever. And they've got that streak going again now. They're a legitimate team Oklahoma, or to, uh, to the women's softball every year. They're a tough team. They're a tough team to beat. But I, I think Beverly's got this team ready to go. And I think they're ready to play softball. And I think – like I said, if we got Donnie pitching on the mound, I, I don't, I don't care who they are, they're going to struggle against her as a pitcher. Right. Uh, that's when we have to bring in these other, the the arms that doesn't have quite that power. And Florida State is a legit softball team, and they're going to be a tough out, especially at home in Tallahassee. But Indeed we've done it before, are. so and Mel Smith's done it before as coach, so uh,
2: I kind of look forward to the challenge. I've got a question for both of y'all. Sure, go ahead. Okay, Clemson Duke, Duke pit. Duke wins two two 0 two zero. It's softball, Clemson got no softball. hit by Duke. And this was, and they, and uh, ACC Network interview the Duke pitcher talking to her about her perfect game against Clemson. Yeah, she hit two batters. How can that be a perfect <laughs> game? <laughs> I didn't see I, that. I, I, really I, see. I, just, I know, know she didn't I get understand, up I hit. Yeah, I understand the no hitter. I, I get that part of it, but there these announcers. And maybe it was just somebody in the back room typed it up wrong and they were reading it wrong off the teleprompter that it was a perfect it game. It was just an oversight. But if I, you don't, I, don't, so. I don't consider it a perfect game when you hit when you two batters. I mean, did the no-hitter, no, no I understand. You know, that's, I, I'll give the girl credit. But uh, but they did compare her to Kegel as a freshman, too. She was very oh, so, impressive. So. And Duke lost the... Uh, in the championship so sure for Florida State.
0: Yeah. And I think we win extra innings. I uh, can't remember. The sheer
1: fact that yeah. she no hit Clemson is amazing with the way yeah. Clemson's it's been, been struggling. Clemson late. ladies have been hitting fairly well yeah, for the no. season. but And Cagle's going to be at uh, what's the odds that she can win this player of the year? Right. Uh, I'm talking about national. I, I don't no, mean like. Don't, not national
0: player of the year. No, she's a top three
1: finalist. She's a finalist. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's I, got a one in three yeah. chance, Jim. Yeah. You know? yeah,
0: she's got a 33% chance right now.
1: I she's one of the best I've seen you do it in the States. Right? I mean she's good, but I think
0: to win the national player of the year your team needs to needs to be a little bit higher up in the polls.
1: And she's going up against
0: yeah. the, And maybe the Clemson
2: should side. be That's though. Right. But Clemson probably in all rights should be higher than what they are. Um man I Clemson's you
0: program know, to be in, in still in the infancy stages has, has been tremendous. And I but guess I what's know, held nobody, them back. This is yeah, crazy. Right. They can't,
1: they're not going to rank them against an Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and right. Texas and all because they haven't been around that long. What you said is exactly right. If this was not a two- or three-year program, you would see them up in that high but, rank. But,
2: but does this go back to what we were talking earlier about, the ACC and, you know, only having two or three teams that are competitive? as far as their softball goes, compared to, like, the baseball that's got five, six teams in the top 20. Sure. I mean, I I don't think – I mean, yeah, Florida State – I think the ACC
0: is much further uh, developed as sports programs in the ACC as – or or baseball is than softball.
2: Right. But but you've got a couple in there. But, here again, Clemson getting no hit by Duke in the turn hurt Clemson. If they had won that ball game – you know, it it's, goes back to what have you done for me lately. And if you're playing a, a team that's ranked, even if they're ranked higher than you, if you can upset them, that's going to help you.
1: And I think that's where I was going with the National Player of the Year. Yeah. Is if you do get to to Oklahoma State, T Boone Pickens and all those places out there, and Oklahoma. you can and you Oklahoma. is Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Okay, I think Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. Um, if you go out there and you can be a team like Oklahoma. That that's one of the pitchers she's going yep. against for the Player of the Year. If you go out and you outshine her on both sides of it, because they both hit and both yep. pitch, uh, I think that le- legit legitimately gives her that opportunity to get that thirty three percent and bring it back to Clemson. Mm-hmm. And that would be even more of a, an issue for a guy in, you know, a school in their first couple years as a team and. That's what I think is so amazing about the whole run. You know, that's why I think you, as a, as a Gamecock. I mean, I want to see my girls go to Tallahassee and do well, but I want to see Clemson continue. Um, I had a question for you, I right, Quickly, because uh, tell me how old is your uh, your athletic director? <laughs> Our athletic director? Not, no, no, not Mr. Hudson. I'm talking about Clemson. Oh, uh, he's
0: he's Graham Neff is sharp, <laughs> man. He's in his thirties. I was gonna say thirty-eight. How I mean?
1: how you don't see that very often either. When he's, he's sharp. He's, I really like Graham Neff. Neff. As an athletic director. I like what he said about it. He says, you know, we we were talking about Magnificent Seven and everything we've already talked about it. He's like, yeah, it's time for a change, and I'm the man here to make it. (laughs) i tell you what, he'll do
0: everything uh, in his power uh, to look out for Clemson's best interest. And uh, I trust him, and I believe that at the end, end of the day, Clemson will find... Uh, the landing spot that it needs to continue to be successful.
1: I really do. I agree. I I just didn't know how old a kid was. I saw him on an interview yesterday, and I was like, dang. Hey, John. Man,
0: we talked so much
1: on this podcast
0: today. We talked uh, ACC grant of rights. We talked mm-hmm. about uh, high school football. We talked spring game. We talked softball. We talked uh, spring sports. Let's Let's kind of recap baseball in the state. Because if you're not keeping up with high school baseball right now, you, you're not a high school baseball fan because there is some really, really good baseball being played in the state as we are to the upper state championship games and the championship series are going to start uh, this, this weekend. This weekend. This weekend. So let's go through each classification real quick, catch you up to speed. at the one, We'll start with the 1A level. Uh, Southside Christian uh, needed a couple games but they did defeat Christ Church uh outlasting them uh two to one for the upper state championship. Uh Christchurch won the first game. So that's a region. Remember that Where Shoals made the upper state, mm-hmm. uh it was Ware Shoals, St. Joe's, Saint uh Southside Christian, and Christ Church. And Southside uh Christian is the defending state champions.
1: So they have a really good program up there. Um, that was a series, by the way, last night. And I'm going to tell you something. If there's a way to get it. I'm going to look for it because uh, just seeing all the scores and stuff, the the, the pitching that that, that that the two games that they had to have oh, to they go. Had some pitching. I mean, it was incredible, and for them to advance yeah. and for poor Christchurch man, who did everything they had to do, and they just you know they were in that they were in that little catbird scene. It didn't work out last night for them, but. It, that, that brings them now. you said they play who now? Well, they'll play,
0: uh, Southside Christian will play Late View in the state okay. championship series at the single A level. It'll start Saturday at Southside Christian. And again, uh, Southside Christian has a kid. He's a left-handed pitcher, a weight Forest commit as a freshman, uh, regarded as one of the top players in the 2026 class. So Southside Christian continues to do great things at the single A level. At the double A level, it's great collegiate who broke Mid-Carolina's heart uh, last night, they win the upper state. Uh, they had to uh, beat Mid-Carolina twice, and they did, 7-6, 4-3. Those two teams in the upper state bracket played three one-run games. Mid-Carolina won the first one 3-2, to two, but they lost the two that mattered Um, Pelion and Strom Thurman rounded out the other teams in the upper state bracket. So it's great collegiate who will go on to play the lower state champion. And that is Oceanside collegiate. They defeated a good Andrew Jackson team in the championship two to one. And let me tell you, man, um, that is a very talented team, regardless of classification. Uh, They have a number of uh, commitments. Andrew Bowers is a senior committed to uh, coastal, um, He's one of the best pitchers in the state. They have a couple of lefties, one going to G, uh, Georgia Tech, one going to the College of Charleston. They have a freshman, uh, Sterling Coxham, uh, who is committed to Clemson. Uh, and, and they are – I mean, they have athletes all over the field. And that series starts on Saturday as well uh, at the 2A level where Great Collegiate will play Oceanside Collegiate. They'll start at Grade Collegiate on Saturday. So – a uh, couple of um,
1: I can't grasp about that because there are two <laughs> collegiates playing. There <together. laughs> Yeah, In between that and between nine then I bet you one of them goes out and gets another player. The other two teams <laughs> that rounded out the the upper state there or the lower state
0: was um, Cherraw and North Central. They got beat out uh, at the three A level. It's all about the Clinton Red Devils right now. It's rolling, Good. they are rolling. They ran through Seneca, BHP, Union to win the upper state. Uh, the lower state bracket is yet to be determined. Uh, Brooklyn Casey will have to beat Hanahan twice, and that should be a good matchup. Brooklyn Casey is generally regarded as the favorite there, but Hanahan beat them in the upper or yeah in the lower state bracket once. BC does have one of the top commitments uh, or one of the top players in the state. Clemson commit Ty Marshall. He is considered by all accounts one of the top catchers in South Carolina. Uh, that series will start at the lower state champion on Saturday. So all these state, depending on weather, That's all these state championship series will start on Saturday, with the exception of 4A, as we work our way up to through the classifications. Now, Foray did it a little different, we know, because of Greenwood. They did two 18 brackets with the winners meeting in the best two out of three. And right now in the upper state, you have Catawba Ridge with a 1-0 lead over Lawrence. They defeated Lawrence uh, the other night. Uh, at Catawba Ridge, they have some good arms. That uh, well, all these teams that are still alive, that's good pitching. Uh, in the lower state, you got North Myrtle Beach against South Florence. North Myrtle Beach is up 1-0. Uh, that weather did force a cancellation today. Game two has been canceled for tomorrow, so we won't know who who wins the lower state till at least tomorrow, maybe Saturday. Uh, that state championship series will start on Monday. Uh, we hope, pending on the weather, uh, but. You know, there were really two good games uh to, to get to the upper state and lower state uh, bracket or their championship here. Uh, Catawba Ridge had to double dip Greenville, who finished second to us in the region. Uh, they beat them twice at Greenville. They have a pitcher, Caden Glauber, who was a USC commit. He, he's already hitting 90 with his fastballs, has a nice slider as well. Um But – the other game, North Myrtle Beach won their bracket to get to the lower state by defeating James Island. Now, James Island had to win twice, but they were up, Chris, nine to one, going to the bottom of the seventh. They gave up nine runs, lost ten nine. It's heartbreaking, but
1: to end their season, that's that's what you get, that's though, tough. man. I mean, yeah. talking about brackets and hours before we go to five because I got I know five A is loaded. My cousin's on the five yes. A. But uh, you like the bracket the way you did this year? or Would you rather say it go back to what we've done in the past?
0: I like it. I, I, I like it.
1: Um, I mean, you get to see. I mean, you're dealing with with the baseball more than we do. But I mean, I, from your thoughts alone, I mean, is it is it better for? Does it work out better for travel for the teams this way, or is it just uh, it's just the way the tournaments are set up better?
0: It, I don't necessarily think it helps with travel. Right. Uh, we were fortunate. We we got the host. <laughs> we were the predetermined number one. Our region number one was going to be at home. Right. Uh, yeah. as long as they kept winning. And we lost, unfortunately, to Lawrence in the second round. Right. But we still were able to play our consolation bracket uh, here, here at Eagle Park. So that worked out well. But I I don't really have a preference, really. I mean, we've done it both ways. And you, you see more teams um, this way. But, um, you know, I don't really have a preference. Well,
1: kind of just, that, you know, this was kind of a microcosm of what they were going to try. Well, this is something we tried out. I just wonder how 2nd high school league is going to like it, if they adapt it to other classifications or, or if they change it back to the way we used to. But uh, you were talking about 5A. Yeah, 5A was loaded. loaded.
0: Uh, 5A, I tell you, <laughs> I was fortunate last night. I sat down, and, uh, you know, you can watch these games on YouTube, and I was watching uh, the big lower state matchup between Somerville and River Bluff. And River Bluff. Somerville with the rich baseball tradition, and they had to beat River Bluff twice at River Bluff. They and I'm talking about D1 prospects all over the field for both teams. Uh, Somerville defeated River Bluff in the first game, 11 to seven. River Bluff wins the second game, four, three. and this was like a heavyweight fight, guys. This was Leonard Duran back in the '80s, and these two teams just went after it. There's so much talent on the field, uh, just to mention a few of the names. Maddox Webb is a Citadel commit for Somerville. He played phenomenal. They couldn't get him out all night. Carson Messina. Uh, going to USC, Cole Messina's brother. That's what same brother. Yep. He is his brother, plays for Somerville. Uh, Walker Mitchell, who's going to Coastal, considered to be one of the top hitters of the, in the state. Uh, P.J. Morlando going to Mississippi State. Uh, had a big night. I think he had four hits in the first game. Uh, Bo Hollins is going to USC. He's a twenty twenty four kid from River Bluff. And the man of the hour last night was Thomas Powell. He hit two home runs in that second game for River Bluff. He's a USC commit. Uh, but the first one, they gave up two runs. Now, they went down 2 nothing in the bottom of the first. River Bluff comes back and, and scores three in the bottom of the first. Uh, they went down 2 nothing in the top, and he hit another one to extend their lead to 4-2. to I mean, these were mammoth shots uh, that he hit. Big, strong kid that's going to South Carolina. So River Bluff comes out of the uh, lower state. Now, the upper state will be Blythewood. Blythewood, uh, Blythwood, uh Came out of that upper state bracket with Hannah, Lexington, Bowling Springs, and that was a pretty good little upper state bracket. Wow. Uh, Lexington actually lost to Hannah in the first game. Now, that was a big upset. Hannah, Hannah did beat them 3 to 2. Lexington was a region champ in the toughest region in the state, uh, Region 4 5A, which uh, those teams, uh, River Bluff, finished second in Region 4. They're playing in the. Um, State yeah. Championship Series because they got designated to the lower state.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, Lex- That's what we were trying to figure out because I watched the summer real Island too, but, um, just very impressed with, with the Bing from Blythewood. Um, these kids have been playing together forever and ever and ever, and like I said, they they put it all together, and it, I think it sets up a really good what I call a middling showcase for the state. Does. So, I mean, I, you know, Blythewood's got all Columbia. great talent, in it, but you were talking about the talent just throughout as a game man. I love it. Uh, like you said Coach was getting some big guys you know Siddle was getting a great pitcher but having Messina's brother come to Carolina where we missed the ball though and I believe this on Coach Kingston Sam, I'm going to let Sam say on me about this but how do you let a kid go to Mississippi State uh, and he can play I've seen Orlando <laughs> play and he, he is,
0: is he's a nice left-handed batter but um, <laughs> we've lost a couple kids to Mississippi State uh, in state the last few years uh, but you are getting uh, a lot of good talent uh Going back to that Hannah and Lexington upset in the first round of that upper state, Hannah rolled out a freshman phenom, Jackson Robinson. He out a, uh, a future Gamecock in Reese Markham. He's headed to South Carolina. He was a senior. Uh, so that was a tremendous game to get that upper state bracket started. But it's Blythewood against River Bluff in the 5A. And I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, River, River Bluff's going to bring on the championship. They have a ton of talent.
1: See, I finally get on something here that I hear about next door when you do your P.A. <laughs> uh, just as always, betting in double Dixie cheeses. I think I'm think i going to take my cousin in Blightwood on this thing. Okay. We'll, you'll we'll go, go, head go to head Dixie cheese on that. Yeah. <laughs> I get to be a part of this finally, but uh, we have been waiting on a gentleman to come in for a while now. He is our AD. His name is Mr. Sparky Hudson, and welcome to the podcast, Sparky. I appreciate it. Nice to be here. We love it. We we call this Tallish Taj for a reason. I know you're very proud of this. We all are, um, and, and we're very fortunate that we get to do what we do here. Um, everything's on for tonight, I'm guessing, cause we're going to get – we'll have this on on our podcast. We'll be up and running here in a second with Jim,
3: and we're looking good. I think the weather's going to try to hold off. I think we're going to get some cooperation. Never have, never have any um, storms predicted. Right. It's just the rain. So, uh, Coach Liner and I talked a little bit, and he said – Hey, we're going to do it, and I'm like, go ahead, because you know, when especially in May, everybody like there's a there's a banquet Monday night, and I think there's a banquet Wednesday night, there's a banquet Friday night. So just anytime you try to start moving things around, you have so many other moving parts and uh, and those things. So you know, just do it. Um, you know, like I said, we're not charging, so it's just uh, hopefully anybody can can come on out and uh, enjoy it. And like I said, real quick uh, plug: we uh, I wasn't here; I was actually with the um, golf team at the. Uh, State finals in golf, and um, Dr. Glenn called me and said, I called him back and I said, Hey, I, I was on, on the course. I couldn't call, I couldn't answer. He says, All right, I got Chris with the architecture here. So they came and did some some work on uh, on Monday over here, and uh, it's going to be nice. It, uh, we're going to have a, a field house that's going to really probably match this uh, press box. And yeah, you know, right, we're going to be, it goes back to what Chris Liner said when he first got hired here. I, I, I say it all the time some of our guts which is what, where our people change and have coaching offices and they're going to finally match our, our outer skin. You know, you look at these facilities outside and we are truly, truly blessed. But now we're going to match some of those things with locker rooms and weight rooms and meeting rooms and things of that nature. It's going to be really, really good.
1: Yeah, we had one thing I picked his brain on at the baseball game when you were calling the game. Stan was like, I don't know what he's going to say to this guy because I just had met, met him. Uh, at the baseball game, and I said, "Let me pick your brain for a little bit." We talked about
3: everything that we stand. We did. We talked
1: about NIL in high school, which I hope we never have to worry about, uh, but it's coming in North Carolina, so I guess we might as well get ready to uh, see how it works. So you but
3: probably go ahead and write down it's coming. It's coming,
1: but uh, anything? What else we got going? Green. Uh, well, we've already discussed the golf team and everything going on with it, and softball was a success. Baseball was a success. What else we got, Spark?
3: Well, you know, we um, uh, we finished up this uh, this weekend in track. We uh, qualified 10, uh, 10 athletes. Um, well, actually a little more than 10, 10, 10, different, um, events with the, uh, a couple of relay teams also qualifying. <clears throat> Excuse me. They they um, run tomorrow night uh, at Lower in high school, starting at five o'clock. Um, just want to put a huge plug in for Zach Norman. He took over that program. Um, and we finished the year last year, guys, there are probably about 40 kids on the roster, boys and girls. Um, and anybody who knows about track, that's not good. Um, just for a lot of reasons. Coach came in. I said, Coach, will you take it over? He said, I'll do it. Uh, we're going to finish this year with over 130 kids on the roster. Now, you know, some of those are young middle school kids who didn't, who probably didn't run a single event. But they stayed out, they persevered, and they've gotten better, and we're going to develop them. So huge shout-out to Zach Norman because he's going to make all of our programs better because what we have to understand, and he understands this, sometimes you, you get people who, who get – just you know kind of uh, dog on the bone wrapped in their their thing, and track is never going to be a standalone a standalone sport. And what I mean by that, yes, there are going to be some kids, excuse me, that all they do is track, and you get that. But that's going to be, at Greenwood High School that may that number may be less than ten. What you got to understand is sac, track can be a secondary sport to make other kids better in their in their in what they would call their main sport: football, basketball. Wrestling, some of those things you can't do it in baseball. Some of those because they, ha- they happen in the spring as well. But what he understands is you get a lot of those kids out there and they're going to be better. So we're going to be better across the board in our women's sports and our men's sports because of the number of people he had out on the uh, track team this year. So uh-huh. huge, huge shout out to him. Tennis, I don't know if Jim mentioned tennis being a former state championship coach. Um, they um, they did make it to the playoffs. We're co-champions in the region again this year. Lost on a tiebreaker. Um, and so therefore they did win first round, lost in the second round to uh eventual state runner up Riverside, um, and so but we lose no seniors this year, and we have, I think, one senior next year, maybe none again, and so the future's really bright in uh, in, in tennis as well, too, so we've had a great, great spring, been very busy. Um, I went, you know, real quick, I also want to Mentioned that we had a former Greenwood athlete, Greenwood athlete uh, making it into the South Carolina Athletic Hall of Fame, and Robert Brooks. Um, so I was at golf on Monday, came back to Greenwood because I thought I was riding with someone else, uh, that fell through. Went to Columbia Monday night, came home, slept, went back to August uh, North Augusta on Tuesday, came home, and then got to work again on Wednesday. So it's uh it can be tiring, but I love it. It's nothing I wouldn't trade. I try to bounce. have to try to balance my family. Jim asked me, "Was I coming up?" I said, "I just get to go home for a little bit and give my wife a little bit of a break." Sometimes it's not a break. I like the kids, so I think she's probably good to get me out of the house. well. will, Coach. Okay, I always
1: say I always tell you Coach, but it's always a pleasure. You do a. I, I don't have a, I can't. I don't have a clue how I would even try to manage your schedule in your life. I know Mr. Steele's got one of his own, but I just what the things going on at Greenwood High School. Man, I attribute to you as well. Uh, with the coaches and and the ones that you brought in and the programs that we got. You
2: got anything, Stanford? The the only thing, are we, uh, how are we sitting as far as our video for football games next fall? Are we going to put them on YouTube, or is that still kind of up in the air working on it? (laughs)
3: That's one of those, those uh, million-dollar questions. questions. And uh, well, we talk. we yeah. about <laughs> <And> it. <might laughs> yeah, I, I feel. I feel, I feel sure. There, I feel there's, sure. There's pros and cons to it. if We both understand I, man. And, I've said that. I said that to, uh, I said that, uh, uh, to Jim. I'll, I'll, I'll share with because we have great banner, and uh, he uh, one time told me I didn't need to worry about the ticket sales. But he does, he's not the one sitting in my desk worrying right. about the ticket sales. But again, back to let, let me say this before I need to get off here. And go do, go help with the concessions. Make sure we got everything ready. They did a great job in baseball, baseball. this year. Um, yeah. Very well done. It was first class. You know, he and I talked about it but when we we did it. We purchased the um, equipment through the athletic department because we're again we're blessed to be able to do that. I said let's just make sure we do it right. I knew it would, but it was. And I've had many many people talk about what a what a great production it is. And yes, it would be something that would uh, would be beneficial. But I, as when you when you allow when one when one thing comes up, then if he comes in and becomes my YouTube guy, then I've got to find somebody sitting over <laughs> on that side. So my, my my wheels always turn, but I don't ever want to not do something um for that reason. Um right. that, you know, so right. we're gonna we are gonna work on some of those things, but um that is that is a consideration. Still, still it was wonderful work, baseball.
1: So. Y'all they did a great job
3: oh, as it, usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. It was. And uh, you know, just uh, I'll make one more shameless plug. Um, we, uh, um, we just, in our, talking about the spring, um, our soccer teams did not make it to the playoffs, but, uh, had a great improvement in our women's soccer program. Coach Jason Razor came in, did a great job. Um, uh, Coach Daniel Sorrow always, always works real hard with our boys. He's going to step away and take some time with his family and totally, totally understand what he's doing. I'm proud of Daniel. He's, um, he's putting his family first. And getting uh, getting his degree, so we're looking for a men's soccer coach anybody who listen to this you know <laughs> you know of uh someone that we can talk to um we will uh we'll do that so, so my last thing is, is and i've uh have um like you mentioned jim t j avery um with the, i don't know he and uh, uh j r stone kind of were a tandem but they all jumped in there but but uh t j uh does a, did a great job there. Also a sponsor of the company he works for is also one of our sponsors in both nice. baseball and softball with uh, Wiley Real Estate. And so, you know, we're just we're blessed beyond measure. And I hope that people understand that, that we do appreciate all that those people, all those folks do. And, and from from putting on a production like that to sponsoring us to saying, hey, how can I help your program? It's uh, it's appreciated.
1: First time coming around, y'all did a great job. You knocked that out of the ballpark. I'll just tell you, to be able to go online and see these guys doing these games, and you keep up with a number of people watching was phenomenal. Yep. I think when I was in Beaufort at Carolina Tavern down there, short plug for them, we had on the TVs down there, and I think I saw, what, 800-something people watched that game against Lawrence on Saturday. Yep. So phenomenal. You It lets you see there is a lot out there.
2: Well, and two, what I saw for the first time in – a lot of years you come out here to a greenwood high baseball game and the stands were full to yep. overflowing and not only to baseball but then you make that short walk down to the softball field yep. and it's the same thing down there and when you still have that kind of support coming That's in right. it 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 means you've got the programs headed in the right direction
3: I keep saying Please make sure you check out our Facebook page, Grimway High School Athletics. We have um uh we're putting each year one thing we started last year is putting up accomplishments throughout the year. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to see all the all state uh north south selection folks. We have a lot of that going on. It's um, we are Oh, you're you gonna know, be loving less. This less so this friend, you so <laughs> be make sure you check out our webpage to, to, out see those, to see those uh, to, to see those athletes. Being being recognized because that's important. That's what that's what it's all about. Well, Sparky,
1: appreciate your time, buddy. We'll
3: yeah, get, get on with us y'all. later on yeah.
1: again. Great
0: job, as always, by Greenwood Athletic Director Sparky Hudson. And wow, that's a jam packed show, guys.
1: You want to coach soccer? I
2: got I got <laughs> no. to do one thing. I got I got. Oh, there got, is a soccer coach. <laughs> I, I've got I've got to uh, just throw my. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my my Dixie Girl softball went down to McBee last night. One. 5-3. The last out of the game, the catcher threw behind the runner at first and picked her off. Uh, what a fitting way to end that. She jumped on game. you.
3: Had to, that's
2: and, great. And so, then, so now they play Louisville going into what upset.
1: Let, me, let me end the show with this. Tomorrow morning, Jim. Still, you got an opportunity to go on the roar. <laughs> I'm a game cop, but I, I know I love Mickey Pollard's Fowler, show. But you know, I'm gonna give you the plug for it. You just tell us what you're gonna talk about, and there again, it goes to a tribute what Greenwood did this hey, year. We'll What's start. You,
2: we'll start calling. You're going you going on about six twenty? We're gonna start calling about six fifteen. Giving Mickey the <laughs> devil. Chris is gonna be while we calling. Chris is gonna be over there texting. And blowing that place up, wanting to know <laughs> when is the Jim going to be on the air? But I, I think that's it. awesome, though, man.
1: I mean, that's just—it's been a great show. Thank
0: you guys for your time. As <laughs> always, always enjoy our time together. And um, next time it'll be Tom back in his uh, co- or in, in his host chair. I mean, co-host uh, maybe,
2: maybe. <laughs> yeah, you might still have you, to be- you may, you may have just knocked him out of the ballpark. You, you may, yes have. sir, yes no, sir. I'm busy
0: <laughs> enough. That's going to do it for our show today. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you hopefully out here tonight at 7 o'clock. If not, we'll catch you sometime during the season. Thank you all, and have a great evening. You too.
2: Thank you, Jim, for helping us out. Always.